Hello, and welcome to another Light Reading Podcast. My name is Phil Harvey. I'm an editor here at Light Reading. I'm Kelsey Sizer, and I'm also an editor at Light Reading. Hi, I'm Nick Feimster. I'm a professor of computer science at the University of Chicago. Nick, thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be to be back talking with you again, Phil. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a little while, but we've uh, let's see, we've had you on before, and um, I think uh, uh, well, we can pick up kind of where we left off the last time because the last time uh, we had talked a bit about the Internet Equity Project uh, in the early stages of that. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, can you give us an update on uh, what the Internet Equity Project is and uh, and what's happened? Uh, in the last few months, yeah. So, so there's been, I think, as as your listeners are probably well aware, there's been a lot of movement uh, in the in the infrastructure funding space over the past few months, um, with federal infrastructure dollars set to to flow to states, um, and then states uh, needing to sort of figure out uh, how to allocate that fund, those funds, um, to cities, uh, towns, communities within their their states. Um, and so, of course, that that movement and those developments set the backdrop for our work, which continues to to move along. Um, uh, I'm excited to report uh, that since since we last talked, there's been a lot of exciting developments, both in the software uh, itself that we're that we're using, uh, as well as in uh, various partnerships with with uh, cities and other communities. Just briefly, I think, um, to, to remind your listeners about uh, our goals. Um, I think as, as we're all aware, um, and as the federal funding dollars also <laughs> indicate, uh, there are serious gaps in, uh, in connectivity and, and let's say good connectivity for however you want to define that yeah. Uh, yeah. In, our, in our country. Uh, and yet, uh, in spite of the fact that, that I think that problem is widely acknowledged. Um, it's it's less clear, uh, you know, where those problems are most acute, uh, and 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 also what the nature of the problems are. And uh, it, by that I mean like, you know, is this is this a problem of fiber in the ground? Is it a last mile? Is it to the is it a problem to the curb to the pole, or is it the users like Wi-Fi routers? <laughs> um, so um, so that there's a, a lot of gaps in our understanding, uh, sort of, I'll say, along the path there. There's also huge gaps in our understanding um, geographically, right? So if I were to take a city like Chicago, where I live, um, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who could tell you very much about how the performance or reliability of broadband internet access uh, varies across the city. And so going back to the initial canvas, right, where we've got money flowing to states and then states needing to figure out what they need to do with that money and then cities needing to figure out what they need to do with that money. Uh, it's really hard to make decisions without data. <laughs> and so right, that right. is where uh, that is where our project comes in. Uh, and um, as I mentioned, I'm excited to, to report on a few developments, but 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 one of them right is in recognition that we've got huge gaps in data for this problem our, our goal in this project is actually to make it as easy as possible to get good data 
about the problem. And so, so there's a couple of challenges there. One is we got to figure out what good data means. And we've been working a lot on that. And the other, as I mentioned, is once we know what it means, we got to make it as easy as possible for people to get that kind of data, because it doesn't matter how good it is. If it's like this easy, bad data set is over here, people are going to use, continue to use that. Right. Uh, so we really have to work to say, not just critique, but also make it as easy as possible for people to um, to improve their methods so that they can actually speak to the to the to the challenge at hand. Yeah, you've, you've um, the last time we talked, I do remember too. You you amplified the a problem that I think people were not as aware of, which is that we can't just assume that all of the connectivity problems that that cities and states have are in their rural markets. Um, and you highlighted parts of Chicago that had, um, you know, well below, uh, you know, uh, optimal connectivity and, uh, how the, how the, uh, pandemic sort of amplified that problem. You bet. That's right. Um, and we continue to make really good inroads in that, uh, in that space. I think since we last talked, uh, you know, we've, we've, certainly been looking at data from a, a reasonably sized pilot deployment um, of, a, of about 100 nodes across the city of Chicago, um, which, by the way, uh, we'd like to increase by a significant factor. Mm -hmm. um, but when you compare, for example, you know, how many nodes like the Measuring Broadband America program has in Chicago, we have a, about a hundred more <laughs> than they do, um, and then also I think when you when you look at the kind of data that we're gathering with respect to other types of data like um, uh, client based speed tests, um, uh, Ookla, for example, Ookla speed test being one example of that. Very good data set, by the way. I mean, we 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 uh, use it to complement our own work, uh, and huge gaps in, in those kind of data sets as well, both temporally and spatially. Mm. And so, um, what we're seeking to do is, uh, complement that kind of, that kind of data. So that for example, um, you know, there's certain neighborhoods in Chicago where people hardly run speed tests at all. Right. And you can probably get, guess which ones those are. They're the ones with the worst internet connectivity. And so right. yeah. while that kind of data is, 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 is useful for a lot of purposes and for answering a lot of questions, um, what we're trying to do is really color in the lines, you know, <laughs> color, you know, fill in the gaps, uh, and, and collect it and, and generate data. That's, that's, um, you know, essentially with, with, with different starting point questions in mind so that we basically get coverage that, that allows us to ask these questions about, um, neighborhoods, for example. Yeah. And, and how, uh, and, and I think that, that, that it's interesting too, with the, the, breakdown of the neighborhoods. Cause I, I, I expect that what's happening in Chicago is happening in Dallas and other um, major cities where the hyper connected and the not at all connected are not that far apart. And if you go by the FCC's broadband map or what the uh, service providers say their network reach is, you would assume that, you know, that they're on the same plane or not too far apart because of where they are geographically. But like you point out, um, uh, well, like, like it was pointed out in one of the, uh, bits of information, I think in a press release that we got from, uh, from 
the University of Chicago was talking about how like neighborhoods like Inglewood and West Garfield Park have, uh, you know, about a third of the homes are offline entirely. And, but in, in the loop in Lincoln Park and Beverly nearby, not too far away, there's over 90% connectivity. And that's right. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's, no, that's a huge gap. That's right. I mean, and, and again, even in, in, in data that, that we have looked at, we have, you know, we've seen, you know, fairly significant disparity in performance, uh, uh, it, for supposed same service plans, um, between neighborhoods that are just a few miles apart. And, um, now this is where I think, um, you know, we want to be really careful at the stage we're at um, before we start drawing conclusions and pointing fingers. Uh, because, uh, as I mentioned, we're at a sample of 100 across a city of, th- you know, 3 million people. Right. Yeah. And, um, uh, and so while we can basically look at our sample and say, hmm, that looks, uh, that looks funny, um, uh, we still, we still basically have to, um, you know, be very careful about the, the uncertainty that exists in our data, as well as like, I mean, effectively what we're, what we're headed for now, right. Not just, you know, putting asterisks on things like I just told you, but also let's figure out how many, you know, how many of these, you know, measurement points do we really need across a city like Chicago to, to, uh, that would allow us to to really draw some some real conclusions about you know uh, where that where that infrastructure where those infrastructure dollars should really be invested. Um, so there's some really challenging statistical sampling questions there, right? It's kind of like uh, polling, right? Yeah. Um, we we know how to poll a population, right? Um, uh, but that's because we really understand how. Uh, populations vary, right? Uh, you, we know how to sample, you know, how many samples do you need within a certain demographic, right? Uh, et cetera. Well, we, we know w- roughly what numbers we need for that because we understand, uh, how the characteristics, uh, we're asking about are likely to vary across that sample. Uh, but when you, when you step away from, you know, traditional polling and go towards like, now we're, we're talking about infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So you're like, how do you pull infrastructure? <laughs> nobody, nobody really knows. You, you call it dinner, then... right? <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, nobody really knows. And, and again, I think the same kind of principles apply is like, obviously, so for, you know, in the limit, right. If, if, if things didn't vary at all, we, we, we'd be, we'd be in business, right. We could just deploy one node and we'd, we'd call it done and we'd have the FCC sample. Um, but like we know, of course, that isn't the case. But as you pointed out, Phil, like you know what we what we also see is just you know from you know from neighborhood to neighborhood, even close you know relatively close together in space, we see variability. And so um, obviously, it's not random, right? There there are underlying factors that give rise to that variability. It's like okay, well right. maybe the underlying physical plant is is different, right? Or maybe Maybe it's from the pole to the house, to the house, or you know. Right. Uh, um, but um, a challenge, right, is that we, and by we, I, I kind of mean everybody, <laughs> we don't have visibility 
into all of all of that infrastructure and how that maps out. And you know, while it's like you know, Comcast might have visibility into their own infrastructure and they could speak to that. Although I, I would venture to say that even they probably have some things they don't know when you get that close to a neighborhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we're not talking about one ISP here. We're talking about a city, right? right? With many ISPs, uh, many providers. And so now when you ask that question about the geography, it's like, well, nobody really has all the information. And so what we have to do is sort of figure out, okay, well, we got a hundred vantage points. Like, well, what about a thousand? Like, would that do it? And like, where would we put them? And then what's the strategy? Do you just like randomly sprinkle them through the city or would it be better to kind of do a multi-level approach where you where you do entire blocks and then sort of spread out from there. And by the way, how do all these things vary when you're thinking about single family homes versus multi-unit dwellings? Because the, the nature of internet infrastructure is actually very different, you know, if, you, if you're talking about a multi-unit dwelling, for example. Sometimes the problems are within the building. Right. Um, and, and so that's sort of, those are the, those are some of the challenges that we're, that we're, uh, that we're grappling with. Mm -hmm. Is, um, you know, we were emailing a little bit about the Netrix package. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and does that fit within the internet equity program? It sure does. So at the outset of uh, our discussion, I, I, I mentioned two things, right? One is like, we, we want to basically figure out the, the right way to do this. And the second is we want to make it easy to do it the right way. Like once we know what that is. And so, um, what I've been talking about so far, as far as like how you build a sample and, so, you know, that's sort of all about like, how do we figure out the right way to, to do this? Right. Um, uh, part of what the right way to do is also using the right technical, like, uh, you know, uh, tools to, to get the me metrics and measurements you need. Um, and I think we've got a pretty good set of those in the metrics software package, which I'll talk about in just a second, but, we don't presume to have the answers either. We've basically designed that package in such a way that other people can also add tests to it. Um, so let me talk a little bit about metrics for a minute. Um, essentially what metrics is, is a software package. It can run on any piece of hardware that's capable of running software. Yeah, I saw on the website, um, it yeah, said it, even like a Raspberry yeah. Pi, which I was like, ooh, Correct. we have one of those, oh, yeah. maybe we could. <laughs> oh. Yes, please. Yes, please. We would, we would, we would welcome you into our, into our, uh, into our yeah. study. Um, right now we just have, um, a lot of like, we have like Mario Kart on there. <laughs> uh, well, that's, Maybe we can do more uh, good and, and do the, the Netflix package on there. My, my, my kids love that game too. So, uh, you know, I don't want to wipe it out for that. Netflix, but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know, there are, no. yes. Um, but, ne but I guess what I was, um, what I was getting at too, was that, um, uh, uh, it can, it can run on Raspberry Pi. It can run, it's basically software. Okay. Um, and what we've, what we've built is, is, uh, and by the way, when I say we, there's, there's a great team of, of, uh, technical, um, software engineers and designers here who have really put a lot of work into this over the past few years. Um, Essentially, what we're trying to do is make uh, this type of network measurement like as plug, play, and forget as as possible. Okay, so from the perspective of like how it works right now, it's a software package. It has a it it currently performs a bunch of network performance uh, and reliability tests, right? Everything from like ping latency to DNS lookup times to different places. 
to there's you know like a, a web performance test we're working on a video conference application test um we're working on an encrypted dns latency test etc cetera, etc cetera. so plus all the standard stuff that you'd see in like the measuring broadband america kind of report so you know lots of tests um the when when we uh work with with the city like uh, or participants in this in a city um like chicago we've basically made this thing as easy as possible to just plug in so it's like cool you want to basically help uh you know participate in your internet census if you will mm -hmm. you know send us your address and we'll send you a raspberry pi you just plug it into the wall and like plug it into your router and kaboom you're in okay so that's one version of of like metrics is like the version that you know the deployment that we built and are pushing out um, but the broader vision of course is that like we're trying to change the whole dialogue here right because in these discussions you know there's so much argument about like uh oh it's this speed test or it's that speed test and that's that speed test is garbage and you know like well their infrastructure is you know always melting down and so those numbers are not to be trusted and um it's really hard to make progress on a problem like this when when we can't agree on facts right and and by you know if we can't agree on like the 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 quality of the data then we're gonna get nowhere fast because you, you have on the one hand folks who who would like to make arguments and advocate uh you know for resources or point fingers or what have you using data that may have flaws uh, and by may i mean does um but that's important right because i'm not trying to basically pick on on, on anybody but i'm saying you know the data has is, is flawed and hasn't really been vetted by a multi-stakeholder process and it's very easy for somebody else to say yeah, yeah, yeah well that data is all garbage so like you know let's just ignore this you know and and then you know trust us instead right and now you've got basically people aren't working together to achieve a goal we're basically just arguing about facts and so what we're trying to do with this project is like change that whole discussion so that like not just like do a deployment like the one that i mentioned but make it as easy as possible to 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 do what we have done and so that's also where so metrics right the software package and whole data pipeline is intended uh to basically make it easy for uh you know a city a community any group of people to basically pick this up deploy it plug it in have their own data pipeline visualization etc so that they, so that they can have their own data and make the case and then the other thing that we're that we're like we're very excited to talk about this because like uh one of our our software developers just uh just showed this to us yesterday uh is modularization of the software itself right so you may hate our speed tests well uh you know i i'm here telling you that we run three so if you don't like ukla ndt or iperf then you know <laughs> uh sorry but but the point is that like we don't presume not only do we not presume like a you know a, a winner here uh, but also we make it easy for for others to add their own tests into the framework and so if you have a, a better speed test that you like or maybe maybe speed testing isn't your thing like you really want a gaming test right the platform you know we, we've basically designed it to make it 
super duper easy to just add a new test and then like integrate it into the platform. So if you're super interested in Zoom and you have a Zoom test, like cool, we have you know ways to integrate that. We haven't written that test, but if you wrote a test to do that, or you had somebody else write it, or you know we eventually did that, it would be very very easy to integrate that into the platform. So again, like just stepping back, the whole goal here is you know while we're doing our own deployments in like in Chicago and a couple of other places, um, you know we hope to not be running this for the entire like United States or world. <laughs> we are doing this as, as a, you know, as uh, both to develop the, 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 the product, if you will, but also to demonstrate uh, to, to others and to figure out like how we think uh, this could be done in a much better way and make it as easy as possible for others to pick it up and use it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's it, it's interesting too because the, uh, the the you brought up about uh, sort of the finger pointing and stuff. It it's counterproductive too b- because the um, the service providers themselves, you know, are sometimes will catch blame for not being uh, very active in a neighborhood or not building out into a neighborhood or something like that. But as you point out, and as we've said in our reporting, a lot of times sometimes they're not exactly sure what assets they do have in their own networks. Um, a lot of these networks have been built over sometimes over a hundred years, <laughs> you know, where infrastructure has just been added to more infrastructure and add that was added onto something else. And that was added onto something else. And yes, they're delivering service to some people, you know, with that equipment, but they, they lack, sometimes they lack the software and the capability to be able to get it all in, um, so, so to speak under one pane of glass. So outside in testing is definitely needed. You know, they can tell you, well, we're sending out this, you know, this kind of connectivity, so it must be connected, but you know, is the user receiving that or are they close enough to receive it or are they connected to your network, but they're so far away from the switching office that it doesn't, you know, that they're not getting a practically good connection or, or something good enough for, uh, uh, zoom school or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's all kinds of mitigating circumstances. So I think, I think the more data you collect in the more places, the, the, the better picture we get of, uh, like you were saying of, of the whole, um, the whole neighborhood and the whole city and the whole state. And then we can maybe talk, uh, with a little more authority about where the money should go first. That's right. I, th- I, I like your characterization a lot, uh, both of, of this, the single pane of glass and, and the outside in. I mean, those are things that, I mean, other places where we have deployed metrics include uh, campus networks, including our own right. campus here. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a slightly different problem than the one we've been talking about. But uh, it's, it's exactly what you said. It's, it's, it's the operator saying like, well, um, First of all, we buy all these different products. You know, we've got you know uh, Aruba access points, and they give us net insights. And, you know, we've got like some other products. You know, that tells us something else. And we've got fifty gazillion screens spewing data at us, and we actually can't. All we want to know is like, how's the Zoom call? <laughs> you know? right, and like, right. they don't know, right? So it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, I mean, that's that's another uh, area where you know I think we're exploring too. Like, are there commercial opportunities like on that on that side of it? Because yeah. um, 
you know, in, in the other thing we're interested in is sustaining <laughs> the work that we're doing. And, um, and it does seem that like this problem is, is fairly ubiquitous in that sense. There's um, also a conversation shift too around like, uh, I think F5 and companies like this are, are getting more and more involved and in saying, or, you know, being more and more vocal about this of saying like, let's get off the speeds and feeds discussion after a certain point and talk about application level performance, you know, like what, are, how are we measuring that application? Because if, yeah, if, if zoom and Google classroom aren't working, you're not having remote school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, that's right. It doesn't yeah. Matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter what the RF signal is on the, on the, on the coax or what your, right. what your yeah. RSSI is coming off the Wi-Fi access point. Like if, if zoom isn't working, like nobody's having a good time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I everybody's think, think, having yeah. a worse time because I mean, let's, right. let's assume they're yeah. having a great time watching Zoom school. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I think the other thing that you mentioned going back to the dialogue about just kind of agreeing about facts and finger pointing is that, you know, I think uh, these situations are so variable. And like one of the things that uh, I mean, in the research, that's sort of where also we're, we're seeking to get some better understanding. But, you know, when you have like faulty data or data that's just not qualified uh, in various ways, um, it is very easy to just like throw, throw it out with the bathwater, you know, um, and, and like just to give an example, client speed tests, right? Um, you know, okay, cool. Well, I run that thing at home and then like, well, I'm probably measuring my Wi-Fi network. Okay. Well, okay. Um, and then and then it's very easy to basically critique that and say like, well, basically that data is just measuring the Wi-Fi, you know, the user's Wi-Fi. It's not actually measuring like anything else. Right. Um, and I can tell you for a fact, like in my house, because because basically I'm running metrics and I'm running, we also have a browser plugin that runs to test the Wi-Fi. I can tell you for a fact that my Wi-Fi is my bottleneck. You know, I basically, I have a Comcast, like, you know, 1.2 gigabit plan or something like that. And um, you know, I get about like a thousand or 900, uh, as to be expected, um, over the wired. And then over my Wi-Fi, I get anywhere between like four or 500 and, and like 300 or 200, depending on like where I'm sitting. Uh, and so, um, but here's the thing, like for me, Wi-Fi is the bottleneck, but for you, like, I don't know, probably it might depend. Right. And for somebody else it's probably going to depend. And so, like we in this in this in these discussions, it's like because the data is 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 like so so uh, checkered, you know, like it's just easy to to just critique, and then we just don't get anywhere. It's like oh well, basically that data is junk because you know it's all it's all just measuring Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi is a bottleneck, which is true for certain people. Right. But yeah. like, and it's it's you know it may not be true for everybody across our city right <laughs> or across our country and so that's where i think like that's where we're really trying to like dive in a bit more right like get a bit more data you know not just talk about the whole city as like one vantage point mm -hmm. or not just talk about an entire region as measurements taken by one type of speed test but like let's do it a little bit more holistically let's let's talk about this both in terms of multifaceted multi-dimensions right from the wired and the wi-fi I should mention we have got a browser plugin that tests the Wi-Fi as well. Yeah, um, and let's do it all the time, continuously. So I don't get a measurement at like, you know, yours is at 7 p.m. and like mine's right. at 3 a.m. Right? No, let's just do it continually. 
Uh, and that way we also catch other things that matter like outages. Right. Right. Um, cause that's a big, that's a big deal, especially in neighborhoods that, um, you know, uh, have been under underserved. Right. Um, there are, there are severe outages and there are other questions there about like what's causing it because power infrastructure is also unreliable in some of those neighborhoods. Well, and I was about to say one of the, um, I lived in a neighborhood that was built in the fifties pre pre building codes. And so a lot of the, um, uh, infrastructure was pole to pole running in between the back lots of our houses. And every time we had, uh, a greater than normal storm or some super high winds or something like that, we were either going to lose power, lose cable, lose both, or have a problem that required a technician to basically just walk the alleyway back and forth until they spotted whatever, whatever anomaly was happening. And, and, and the problem would, depending on what it was and where it was on the line, not everybody in our, and we were pretty tight neighborhood, uh, group and not everybody would experience the problem the same. Some people, everything's working fine over here, five houses down. Oh, I'm only getting, you know, this much, you know? And, and so, yeah, it became a kind of a, uh, a, a neighborhood troubleshooting thing, but, uh, sometimes you would just, we would. Uh, I guess luck out. We would just look down the alleyway and we'd see the uh, the whole thing turn turned on its side, or the <laughs> the, the pole knocked down. We'd be like, "Well, there's your problem." Yeah, <laughs> that's easy. Um, or a transformer would blow up, and it would you know be a fireworks show, and then all the houses would go dark, and it'd be like, "Yeah, okay, we got we we, we know what's wrong yeah, now." That's um, right. But and I can only imagine is, how many yeah. how many situations like that, especially in multi dwelling units, especially in crowded cities, how just the slightest little, you know weird uh wire cut or half a wire cut or you know maybe it's been crimped too much maybe it got backed over I, you know yeah, there's so yeah. so many little things that could suddenly change the experience for half a block but not the rest of the city and you know you got like, it. like you said if you're not measuring it all the time you're only digging you know dipping in and out at points it does it does change the data there that's um, right that's uh, kelsey right. you want to uh Oh, did you have a question in your pipe in? I was, I was, yeah, I was just going to say, um, I think we're coming up on time, but as we wrap up, um, what's the best way for folks to find out more information about Netrix and how do they go about contributing to finding a better data set? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, the, the, the first thing I would suggest, uh, well, two things immediately. One is, um, uh, internet equity, .uchicago.edu uh, has has a bunch of information on uh, this project, on the efforts that we've undertaken. It has a, f a few, we have called them data stories as well. So there's one on like our study of Wi-Fi bottlenecks, uh, et cetera. There's another one that you you alluded to earlier in the, in the podcast about like, um, that was really a census, cens analysis of census data across the city. Um, but also importantly on uh, from there, there are links to our um, to our project GitHub pages, uh, which include uh, you know all, all of these software packages, including metrics. And I don't know if you have a way for your on your podcast to include links, but I um, would I would be very uh, delighted if I could drop those links for people. Um, as far as like ways to get involved, um, I think there's a number of different ways. I think one is we are like actively uh, looking to work with other cities. Uh, and, and other states 
especially as we alluded to at the beginning of the podcast, like with, with bead funding uh, coming uh, to state soon, I think uh, we think we're well positioned to help uh, states and cities think about uh, how they think about how they're uh, how they're going to do allocation of resources and 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 what problems they're going to focus on. So, uh, I would encourage uh, listeners in, in those realms to to reach out. Um, also, as I mentioned, there's a, this is a, a fairly uh, significant software development effort, uh, and we are really looking to change the conversation here. Right, uh, so that uh, you know, so that we're not talking about you know any one particular data set, and it's that's its appropriateness or lack thereof for a particular question. We are looking to change that entire conversation. Now, for that to happen, we need community and stakeholder input, participation, buy-in, and so forth. And so we are actively soliciting uh, community members to get engaged in that process. And that could be in any way they want. So we're happy to solicit feedback on like the tests we're running. Uh, we're happy to solicit feedback on the design of the platform. Uh, we're happy to take pull requests on code. Um, we're happy to work with people who want to build better visualizations of, of the data that, that, that we are collecting and the tool can collect. And so there's so much to do in this space, uh, and I hope that some of your listeners will will get inspired and and want to join uh, join the party because there's there's just plenty to do as we try to to change the world of of uh, broadband access measurement here. That sounds great, and uh, yeah, I, I I agree, and I hope uh, I hope this will get some folks because we were we were big advocates of uh, telling everybody to uh, check out their uh, FCC, what the FCC said about their neighborhood and their broadband map. I was and and, and submit corrections, submit uh, protest, you know, get in there and, uh, um, uh, you know, don't just passively go, well, that's wrong. And then go back to what you're doing. Uh, yeah. So, and, and, and this is sort of like, this is a, this is a great way to do it because, because it gives you the data that you need so that you're, you're armed with evidence. Oh, can you right? imagine you can, the, yeah. ser the service provider, customer service person that has to pick up the phone and hear a, a broadband complaint from Nick Feimster? What a, what a, what a bad day that is for, for <laughs> fortunately my service He's is armed is, with is, facts. Yeah. Fortunately my personal service is, is pretty good, uh, but that's just the point, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, but yeah, yeah. Arm yourselves with data. Um, check out uh, the links and the things. So, so yeah. As we wrap up uh, this edition of the Light Reading Podcast, uh, first of all, a reminder: um, you can find this and all of our past episodes by visiting lightreading.com/lrpod, and of course, the links and the software we mention and the programs that uh, uh, the University of Chicago is running. Um, all of the stuff discussed in, is going to be in the show notes. If you're hearing this on your phone, click on the episode link and that will take you right to the page that has the show notes because sometimes those don't um, get all the way through to the phone. So, uh, And if you're listening to this on a treadmill, first stop the treadmill, <laughs> then get off the treadmill, then then look at the episode link and then so, so on and so forth. Uh, uh, Nick, thanks again for your time. I do appreciate uh, having you on the podcast. Always a pleasure to to join you both, and I, I look forward to to returning sometime. Hopefully, not 
in the too distant future. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we're eager to have you on. And uh, uh, next time, uh, Kelsey's voice might be like two two more octaves deeper. So it'll be, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much.